Hello, my name is Esther Moonflower. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash gamezillamedia. From there, there's a variety of perks you can sign up for. For $5, you can get access to exclusive Discord channels. For $10, you can get an NPC of your likeness worked into the show at a future date. For $15, you get access to exclusive content, like our monthly show behind the DM screen. Once again, I'd really like to thank all of you for listening. It really means a lot. Now, enjoy the show. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group decided that before they delve into the Nine Hells for the trial of Lucidia Grawl, they'd venture to the Oval Gorger Coliseum. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Go ahead and roll initiative. Oh my god. <laughs> so you guys are on the trail. You've ran it, uh, run into this weird uh, armored figure who who seems like oddly uh, uh, kind of mechanical almost. Uh, what did you guys get for initiative? Unnatural 20. Wow. 17. 7. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Jandar, it is your turn first. Uh, this figure has pulled uh, a sword out of its own arm. Uh, uh, seems pretty odd. Your friends have run up onto the scene as well. Everybody's, you know, kind of, you know, around the figure, maybe within about 15 feet of it. So 15 feet, am I still able to use my bow? Absolutely. Uh, it's only when uh, uh, a creature is within five feet of you that it gives you disadvantage. So you can definitely pull out your bow. You almost grab your magical bow, which is cursed. Realize that you can't use it while it's no longer, you know, while it's uh, uh, not uh, attuned to you. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks yeah. for that, Tilly. Thank you. <laughs> you grab out a, uh, a, a mundane bow. Um, okay, so can I um, give... Give my cushion myself a little bit more. Maybe put myself thirty feet, like an sure. additional fifteen feet. Yeah, you you can move up to thirty five feet, uh, being a wood elf. So you could feasibly move even further. But if you want to give it like the thirty foot uh, buffer, then then that's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna do that, and then I want to target. I don't know if this is possible. Can I target that leg? You can try to to aim for the uh, that leg. Uh, feel free to go ahead and uh, make an attack roll. As many attacks as you'd like, and right. if you want to use other abilities. Yep, I'm going. To, I'm going to place Hunter's Mark <laughs> on the creature, on the creature. Oh, okay, this thing I never is. learn. And uh, I hadn't even moved into my attack yet. Y'all uh-huh, didn't even uh-huh, give me a uh-huh. chance. <laughs> yep, you don't even let me try anymore. <laughs> All right, here we go. First attack is a eighteen. That's a hit. Second is a eighteen. That's a hit. Uh, you hit with both attacks. Both arrows stick into the leg of the uh, uh, the figure. Uh, it seems to like go into the joints. All right. Um, uh, that would be. And what'd you get? Twenty. Twenty damage altogether. Yep. 
the two arrows uh, uh, slide into the uh, the like the knee joint of this figure, and it makes no motion, no wincing sound or, or anything like that. Uh, but it uh, seems like it uh, uh, stuck in pretty deep, uh, so it seems like it did damage. Uh, Alistair, it's your turn. How far away am I now? You're roughly around 15 feet from the thing. 15? Um, I have dancing lights going, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Yep, lights are sort of surrounding the area. You have, uh, 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 you know, the ability to see this thing. Uh, you don't have to worry about it being, hide- you know, hiding in the darkness or anything like that. What would you like to do? Um, can I cast uh, fairy fire on it? Instead, yeah. yeah, you can absolutely cast carry, uh, fairy fire on it. Uh, it has to make a saving throw, right? Um, it is any creature in the area the spells cast outline a dexterity saving throw. Uh, and what does it have to get? Uh, 15. Oh, it does not get that. Uh, it clumsily attempts to sort of sidestep your uh, magical spell, and it gets hit. Cool. So any attack, so that means melee or spell attack, right, mm-hmm. has advantage on it. Um, and it's a concentration for up to a minute. And there's light around it. And I'm going to make light purple. It is glowing purple, and it seems like uh, it almost seems like there's like a, almost like an outline of like a, almost like a target on it, like that uh, helps you sort of guide you know guide your attacks. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay back for right. Uh, I I can't do like a get ready action, right? That that's that's an action action. So um, I'm can I take my swords out at least or no? Yeah, that would be a uh, a bonus action. You draw your uh, short sword and your am I mund- normal rapier, mundane rapier. Ah, uh, but you did not have to uh, wake up and uh, uh, read the book, so that's gonna come for something. Is it? <laughs> Is it gonna come for something if I die? It will not if you die. <laughs> uh, all three of you, uh, go ahead and make me a uh, d twenty check. Uh, the the figure sort of like scans around and uh, sees the three of you. Everybody make a D20 roll. Let me know what you get. I got an 11. Five. 17. Tilly, it immediately stomps up towards you. Oh, no. uh, it goes ahead and swings. Uh, does a 15 hit your AC? Yes. And a 15 yet again. It goes to uh, bring its arm up in the air. And uh, the sword, whereas before in the distance, Tilly, you you almost thought the sword was, you know, you know, being held in its hand. Its hand is like attached by a chain that's just drooped down, maybe like a, I don't know, like a half foot to a foot. And uh, the sword is now like it's just jutting out of its arm, and it swings down on you twice. I uh, uh, altogether, you take fifteen damage from the two sword strikes. Tilly, it is your turn. It is up in your business. What would you like to do? What did you? What did your fairy fire do? It casts a dim light of purple around it, and any attack you make has advantage. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Any attack. It doesn't have to be melee. Yep, uh, though it is within melee range of you, so if you wanted to use a range attack, you'd probably want to step away from it. No, we don't need to do that. We're going <laughs> to inflict wounds. Oh, that's melee-based, yeah. Ouch. Dark energy explodes out of uh, Tilly's hand, and she goes to uh, put her ha- uh, hand on the uh, the creature. Uh, go ahead and uh, roll twice, of course, because you have advantage. Take the better result. Well, how about 25? It absolutely hits. You put your hand out uh, uh, on its uh, chest. Its uh, chest is like you know completely cold because it's you know this armor uh, uh, on it. And go ahead and make your uh, damage roll. 
What'd you get? Twelve. Ah, right. So you do 12 damage, darkness erupts out of your hands, and the thing sort of like, kind of like, uh, 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 sort of almost like, it reels back just a bit. Jindar, it is your turn. Uh, two more arrows. Absolutely. So. Tilly is locking the thing down. It's in the distance. It's not on you. Go ahead and roll. First one is a 25. That's a hit. And a 26. Well, that's also a hit. We got 9, 13, um, that would be 23, and then finally, 24. Cripes. You launch a couple of arrows. One of them hits uh, into the uh, uh, the leg, uh, or both actually hit into the, the leg that you've been targeting, and... Uh, no blood erupts out. With my bonus action, can I yell out? Um, mm-hmm. Do I know Tilly's dad's name? I no, I don't believe you ever have learned Tilly's dad's name. I know, I, I know the last name, right? Do you? I I don't know Tilly B Tinker's last oh, name. Then yes, you do. If you okay. actually know the, the name Tinker, then <laughs> I'm yes, just making you would. sure that wasn't like a you know behind the scenes type. Oh no, crap no, here. no. You you know that it is Tilly B Tinker. I just wanted to so, see if you remember. With my bonus action, I want to basically yell to that machine that it's attacking Tilly B Tinker and see if it registers anything to it. I'll make a uh, persuasion check. Whew. Persuasion. That would be a five. You yell to the uh, to the thing, and it, it maybe it doesn't hear you. Maybe it uh, ignored it. Maybe it doesn't care. But regardless, it keeps uh, it stays in combat. Okay. And Alistair, it's your turn. Um, I want to cast. How close is Tilly to it? Within five feet. Within five feet. Crap. Because if I cast mm-hmm. Shatter, this is each creature in a 10-foot radius. She's within 10 feet of the thing. Son of a bitch, Tilly. Move away. Uh, feasibly, <laughs> if you can... If <laughs> you, you can take me. Oh, I could I could aim it a little yeah, bit you off. Yeah, you could aim it off. Okay, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll cast Shatter at fourth level. Um, but it says that um, any creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Okay. So it's a constitution saving throw. It failed. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 11. Ooh. Uh, 20 damage. The... Uh, uh, the burst of energy, the like you know, essentially like thunder damage, sonic wave, you know, like sort of explodes out, and the thing kind of like you know ratchets and you know kind of wobbles in place a bit. Uh, it's turn. I uh, it uh, goes ahead and scans the area again. Uh, all of you roll uh, uh, a d twenty. Twelve. Twelve. Thirteen. <laughs> uh, roll, roll off. Yep. The the twelves roll off again. Seven. Nineteen. 
Oof. Uh, it, uh, you moved back 30 feet away from it. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it steps forward about 20 feet tops and can't make it to you this turn. Uh, well, it wouldn't normally, so it double moves and gets to you. It's now right up on you, uh, and that's the end of its turn. That's what it can do. Uh, Tilly, it is your turn. The thing has moved away from you. Does he get does Tilly get an opportunity of attack? If the thing moves through his radius, it does, but not just moving into his uh, strike zone. Away from Tilly, I mean? Tilly. Oh, Tilly would have a uh, attack opportunity. <laughs> With a stick. <laughs> uh, a non-magical stick. <laughs> that's right. Do I get, uh, since it's purple get below, advantage, I get yeah. advantage? Oh, yeah, you would. That's right. With my <laughs> stick, that's uh, 17. <laughs> With a 17, it just bounces right off and does nothing. <laughs> get a bigger stick. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a magic stick, it would have done the trick. Uh, uh, Tilly, it is your turn, though. I'm going to... So it's uh, 30 feet away from me at this point, right? Yep, it's about 30 feet away. And then Jandar is basically like it's, it's like thirty five feet away. It's in between Jandar and I. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, it's it's pretty much in between the two of you. Yeah. Okay. Only it's now up on him. I'm going to cast Guardian of Faith ten feet in front of me. Okay. And the Guardian Faith basically uh, puts it's like a large spectral guardian. Mm-hmm. And any creature hostile that moves within 10 feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw and then takes radiant damage upon success or failure. Okay, so you uh, create the guardian like right next to it, like behind it, right? But, uh, like, I want to, it has to move within 10 feet of it, so I want to put it like 11 feet behind it so that if it moves back towards us. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you want it within the the uh uh the like right behind or behind it, but so that like it could like you know essentially strike if it goes after if like it, moves to yeah, you if guys. It moves a, oh, basically if it moves, it's gonna strike it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, once it moves, is when it can strike, or uh, it strikes on its uh, like on your turn regardless. No, the guardian, the guardian strikes when it moves. Okay, so you create the guardian about ten feet behind it, so that it can whack it in the head the next time it moves. Correct. I. Uh, okay, so that's Tilly's turn. Uh, Chandar, it is your turn. Hmm. Okay. Um. I will pull out my short sword. You draw your short sword. Um. Oh, there it is, short sword. Okay, been a while since you used it. Yeah, and I still have. We you still have, have advantage. the advantage, right? Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, so twenty-two. That's a hit. Well, you get to roll twice. Twenty-three. There you go. <laughs> the twenty-three is better than the twenty-two. You okay. hit. Okay, and then uh, that is a so a little bit different here. I'm not used to rolling all of this. That plus this. Plus this. That would be a 12. And uh, you do have multi, uh, the multiple attacks, so you can attack twice with the short oh, sword. Oh, do I? Okay. Yeah, it's All not right. just the yeah, yeah, you're right. Yep. You're right. So then I will do that. Um, so I already took that damage into consideration, so go ahead and make another attack. Can you take that into consideration as a 17, actually, because I forgot to add my plus 5? Then yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and then my next attack is a oof, that is a sixteen. Uh, and did you have advantage on that? Roll it twice because yes. of the oh okay. Yeah, you miss with the sixteen. Yeah. Uh, so you go to uh, stab into it and uh, uh, take some damage. Your other strike bounces off it. Uh, did you want to stay in place or did you want to bolt away? Well, if I move, it gives it an opportunity, right? It does get it a chance to attack you. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll, I'll move. Sure, absolutely. Uh, you go ahead and uh, uh, dive aside. It does uh, look like it gets you with a, a twenty-five versus your AC. Yep, definitely. Uh, you take uh, seven damage, uh, and as far as that goes, did you want to move back towards your friends, or do you want to move back towards my friends? Yeah, absolutely, as far as I can. Sure, you move thirty-five feet, and you're now like uh, uh, like adjacent with like uh, Tilly, basically. Okay. I. Uh, Alistair, it's your turn. Uh, the thing is sort of like, you know, kind of like lumbered forward to uh, uh, Jandar. Wasn't able to attack him until he dove away. Got a slice in on him. And now it looks like the, the figure's about to move back and head back to your guys' area. All right. So I noticed how far it went out. We're 30 feet away from it, you said? or Yes. You guys, uh, your... Uh, uh, you're presumably even a little further behind, but uh, uh, just because you were you doing things at a yeah. distance. But uh, yeah, it looks like it's uh, 30 feet away from your friends, and so we'll say about 35 feet away from you. All right. Well, I guess I will. I guess I'll just get up in his business. Sure. Now right. you have 30 feet of movement, so you'll be uh, only you know. Uh, oh, I won't be able to get to it. So then I'll just do. Um, I'll do like on the other side of the sigil or the circle thing. Oh, the so, guardian like, that she created. Yeah, by like yeah, so that it has to stand in it basically if it wants to come near me. Sure. So you uh, uh, move on the outer rim of this this sort of like trail that you're on. Well, just yeah, in between me and my group and him. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. I uh, so and and then I get to attack right. Attack what? With a spell, right? Well, if you have a spell you want to use, yeah, sure. I want to use shatter again. Oh, absolutely. And it fails. Okay. Oh, that's uh, another 20. Wow. Uh, your uh, spell... Uh, you know, jostles it around, and it like kind of like you know, uh, uh, it almost seems like the the leg joint, which he also pumped a bunch of arrows into, you know, kind of wobbles, you know, real funny, and uh, it almost seems like it wobbles in such a way that like not a normal body would move, not one that could currently stand anyway. I, uh, its turn. Uh, it goes to lumber forward. Tilly, you got to make a spell save DC of fifteen. Uh, what uh, uh, type of saving throw? What stat is it associated with? Dexterity. <laughs> Once you look at that, it failed. <laughs> okay, it takes 20 damage. Oh, wow. Just straight up 20? Yep. It uh, the guardian smashes down, uh, and uh, the the figure sort of like because uh, uh, the the guardian is uh, sort of this like uh, kind of spectral angelic looking kind of knight figure, right? Yeah, in the a representation of a deity of my choosing. Okay, so uh, for you, uh, for your goddess, it would be holding like a, uh, 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 presumably like a staff of some sort, and it bonks the thing on the uh, the head, and it kind of cr- like crunches in a bit, and it kind of like lumbers forward uh, a little, and it uh, uh, it can only uh, uh, you know maybe get to uh, about like ten feet away from uh, each of you guys, and it sort of stops, and then it's. Uh, uh, you know, knee just sort of like gives out, and the thing kind of like falls to the ground, 
and the thing kind of like drops to one knee and it says must find and then there's nothing and the figure just sort of like hits the ground must find what and it doesn't say anything can we can we go up to it medicine check <laughs> yeah make a medicine check hell yeah it's a 26. With your expert opinion, Tilly, this is not an organic creature. You lift oh. the uh, the body up a bit, and it's real heavy. And uh, as you do so, uh, one of its arms just sort of like pops out of the socket, and you kind of get nervous for a second, but there's nothing attaching it, and you kind of like look inside, and it looks like hollow inside. And you kind of like shake shake it a bit, and bits and pieces of uh, uh, you know what look like uh, uh, like gears and tubing sort of fall out, and oil just sort of like dri- like kind of dribbles out, almost as if it's like a fresh wound. Can I tell if it's uh, a tinker? It's certainly original? something mechanical. Oh, you're wondering if it's a tinker original? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's hard to tell. Uh, as far as that goes, you know that your your father is, is was always you know uh, uh, very adept at making like mechanical things. Uh, this almost seems like you know like even beyond what he was doing when you know back when you were young. But as far as that goes, he also uh, had been forced to make that bomb, which was a really you know crazy contraption. Uh, so as far as that goes, it could certainly be something that he had made. There's no doubt about that. But taking a look, uh, it would be a little hard to tell. Make an investigation check. Anyone who wants to look over the body with guidance whoever's doing it with guidance okay uh, Alistair? i'll just do it yeah that's a great roll there uh-huh uh-huh even better it's um uh-huh <laughs> that's an eight i'll investigate too <laughs> uh feel free you do not get guidance i uh, as far as that goes you look over the body it's a metal man i think perhaps and knock on it. Is it hollow? It uh, it doesn't necessarily seem like it's hollow fully, uh, but it doesn't look like it's like full or anything of like stuff necessarily. I mean, it is has stuff in like tubes and you know, uh, 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 you know, like gears and stuff that are in it, but it doesn't necessarily seem like it's full of it. Sixteen. With the 16, uh, you don't necessarily find any evidence of, like, the name Tinker on it necessarily. Uh, but uh, uh, as far as that goes, it uh, it does look like this thing is, is you know, incredibly well put together. It looks like there's likely some magic involved as well. Uh, it doesn't look like it's necessarily fully mechanical, like, you know, like it's, uh, uh, like, steam-powered man. Uh, it does look like there must be some kind of fragment of magic to it. But even then, it does uh, take some kind of genius to be able to put something like this together. Tilly. Did your dad make this? I don't know. Is it alive still? Can you talk? Can you talk to it? Do you know? Uh, you look to Tilly. Language? You look to Tilly uh, with the arm that's like dribbling out oil out of the socket she pulled it in, and it doesn't seem like this thing's coming back. Oh man! Is there any initials engraved in this thing anywhere? Nope. Uh, uh, Jandar had looked it over and couldn't see any initials, any carvings on it. Uh, it it could potentially be created by your father, but it's a little hard to tell. Can if I detect magic, would it be able to tell me if there's like a magical source in it or no? You uh, you use the ritual version. Yeah. Use the ritual version, and whatever magic that could potentially have been powering this thing looks like it's gone okay. after it was destroyed. Oh well. Well, what was it saying to you, Jandar? 
just wanted to fight and on guard and and that I wasn't going to defeat it and it didn't really say anything other than that besides the end here when it said must find and then dropped it uh, only uh, the only other thing it said to Jandar was uh uh you know asked if it sought to waylay him yeah the hell does waylay mean stop it's a good question uh, I'm still in my pajamas and I'm cold um can I? I know you said where it was heading. You said, it, and it, it, with its path that it was heading, it would have ended up in the Rainbow Valley, right? That's what Rainbow it seems Valley. like, at least from the current path it was on. So waylay does like waylay, just like the word waylay. Waylay, yeah, is in don't yeah, interrupt as, me. As in, yeah. yeah, like it's trying to stop us, basically. Well, no, it said, do uh, do you seek to waylay me? It, uh, it oh, seemed it, to think that Jandar was getting in its way. Jandar barely even said anything to it, and then it you know popped a sword out and said on guard. Based off of that, though, the reverse direction, where did it come from? Kind of looks like it was heading. It looks like it was leaving or uh, was moving away from the direction you're heading. Mm-hmm. Could potentially have come from the Ophel Gorger Coliseum. Oh, yeah. interesting. Well, let's go to the Ophel Gorcher Coliseum. Yeah, we're, it's where we're going. It's where we're going. Things. Sure. I think we need to go back to our camp first, right? Yeah. yeah do you guys want to finish, finish your uh, sleep? Man, yeah. I'm tired. Absolutely. So you guys head back to camp. Uh, uh, Alistair and Tilly, you both go back to bed. Uh, you get your rest. Maybe a couple hours later as the sun starts to rise, you guys wake up, and you guys are refreshed. Uh, Can I uh, use uh, a hit dice then to heal? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I took that damage. Do I get my spells back? I, uh, you wouldn't get. Uh, I I would say that uh, in this case you do not get those spells back that you had used. Okay. Uh, the both of you, unless you wanted to spend another eight hours. Nah. Uh, but that would you know take a little bit of time. But you do have a few more days of travel ahead of you. Well, I at least get dressed. <laughs> yes, you put on armor. You feel a little bit more comfortable. Oh. Uh, uh, you know, wearing your uh, nice clothes. I and really your armor. didn't want to hurt my my pajamas. They're. Uh you know, or monogram with my family's oh. initials on there, and they mean a lot to me. Uh, before we leave, you slap him. I, uh, uh, well, you're pretty short, so I guess you you know punch him in the hip. Huh? I'll tell you what, you need some. Before we leave, is there a way that I can uh, remove like the head of this go- this this uh, robot thing, golem thing, and uh, put it in like the bag of holding? <laughs> yeah, you can. I uh, showed the doctor. Yeah, that's cool. It's uh, 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 it's not organic or anything like that. Uh, it's uh, uh, easily popped off. Uh, takes you just a moment. A bit of oil kind of like dribbles down the like the sort of where the neck would be, and uh, the it lo- it does look like the the mannequin sort of like you know formless face is just built into the helmet. Like the helmet itself and the head are all one thing. Almost looks like a sort of like that centurion style helmet, but with like a tassel at the top. Uh, and you put the head inside the uh, bag of holding and drop it in. Cool. Poof. Indeed. Well, guys, I think that came from the direction that we're heading. So I think, I think so we're, we're on to something here. We need to keep moving. It's a pretty sophisticated thing. Uh, what do you, what do we even call it? A, I think uh, I'm going to call giant? it. Giant? Goal. I'm going to call it Skynet. <laughs> Sky what? I don't, uh, I don't even know what it means, but I feel like that's what it deserves to be called. Okay. Uh, in this uh, uh, world, uh, such things are called golems, uh, automatons, uh, like uh, uh, tinker... Uh, 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 like Mechano Knights, Tinker, you know. Uh, Ooh, tinker, Mechano Knight like, sounds fun. I'm going to call it friend. 
We just murdered him. <laughs> uh, Sounds about right. I, just I don't sh- like that. <laughs> See, I want to make sure we're not friends, right, Tilly? <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so you guys gather up your stuff. Uh, there's nothing else you want to do before you move on? I want to attune my staff. Uh, I'll tune my sword. I will attune my bow. You guys attune your gear, and you guys head out onto the trail. Uh, once again, go ahead and make me a uh, 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 survival check for finding food and water, survival check for finding your way, perception to keep watch. If you would prefer to do stealth instead to try to cover your tracks, uh, you know, essentially anything you can think of that you'd like to do along the way. Natural 20 on food and water. Wow. Uh, you find uh, a couple of days' worth of food and water, uh, Tilly. You uh, uh, find a uh, uh, a fresh kill in a trap. It looks like the trap was really old, and it looks like it must have gone off, uh, uh, you know, uh, sort of like in a fluke accident for some poor animal, and you now have uh, enough food for, like, uh, uh, we'll say even, like, three days. I got uh, 23 for what travel survival whatever yeah so you're you're finding your way uh you're uh and it does seem like this is uh the trail you eventually find to head to this uh coliseum it looks like this would have been walked by that figure you think so you think you're on the right track uh 15 for perception you uh i you know keep watch and uh you do notice that the the uh, the sort of like forested area starts thinning a bit it looks like you're getting into more uh like thinned out woods maybe the like edge of the forest is uh upon you and uh, uh the day goes by without a lot of uh, uh craziness but uh i'm gonna have somebody uh, one of you three make me a d100 check i did the last one anyone else want to try no i don't have my dice out i'll do it <laughs> shut up That'd be a uh, 59. With a 59, uh, sure enough, you guys uh, uh, don't really see much along the way. Nothing really jumps out at you. Uh, you you occasionally, you know, maybe hear animals in the distance, but it's mostly a pretty uh, quiet trip. And evening starts rolling around, and it's time to make camp. Round two. Indeed. Uh, uh, Jandar, do you want to take first watch this time? Sure. Yeah, so uh, uh, Jander's going to stay up. Uh, Alistair and... Uh, uh, Tilly are going to go to bed. Uh, so, uh, as far as that goes, I, uh, you know, did you just want to like wake up, uh, 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 Alistair after around like eight hours? Yeah, that's fine. Sure. So, uh, and at that point, I'm even ask Jander, be like, hey, you gonna, uh, you know, find any friends tonight, or are you just gonna play cool? Tilly, go to bed. Okay. <laughs> like, would you rather have that thing attack your tent while you're sleeping, or you know, me protect you like I did? Oh, I'm just thinking. Uh, do I want to, you know, remove this curse again, and then run the risk of you trying to pick a fight in the middle of the night? I didn't pick a fight. I it, mean, he didn't pick I a fight. It's I don't true. know. I just woke up out of a dead sleep, and I just felt that you were in danger. Like, I think we're connected. Way more than you want. Gross. I, I take my short sword out and run it through myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, uh, are you going to uh, remove the curses so you can go to bed? Uh, I'm without- going to remove the curses on anybody that wants it. I'm doing it. Uh, I'm game. I mean, you guys handled things well enough last night. You were yeah. essentially bushwhacked. So, you guys uh, remove all three curses. If sure. Jandar wants. Sure. Absolutely. So you guys remove the curses, and you guys, uh, the two of you, uh, Tilly and Alistair, go to bed. Uh, some time passes. Uh, the sun is set. Uh, Jinder, go ahead and make me a uh, 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 you know perception check. That would be a 23. With a 23, uh, you... Uh, 
you kind of get like kind of a uh, in the middle of the night uh, as maybe a few hours pass. You know, maybe there's a few more hours uh, until your friends start waking up. Uh, you get like a weird shiver down your spine and everything gets a little cold. And for the briefest of moments, you can sort of see your breath. And then it passes. And everything kind of goes back to normal. And it seemed like the the night almost like grew colder and darker. And you felt like this weird, eerie darkness kind of like kind of like come over uh, uh, you. Even the campfire itself sort of like dimmed in light. Not that it became like like black and white necessarily, but it almost like sort of dimmed a bit. And then it kind of went back to normal. Hmm. I turn to an empty spot next to me and I look at nothing and I say, "Was that you, Billy?" Because I named the weird guy Billy now. <laughs> you mean the uh, the fo- uh, the uh, uh, the uh, the spectral sort of image or uh, form of uh, whatever it is that uh, follows you? Uh, yeah. You uh, ask, and here's the thing: you 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 ask, and there's no answer. I uh, you never really felt that way before with this thing. It always just sort of is this like voice that sort of seems like it's sort of been there and naturally was there before it dawns on you that it shouldn't be. In this case, it was just sort of this weird kind of gross, you know, dark, cold feeling. Uh, feel free to make a uh, uh, a religion or arcana check. Hmm, neither one of those are going to work out well for me, so <laughs> that would be a uh, 17 for either one. Uh, we'll say, uh, I, I, uh, would you prefer to, uh, well, we'll say Arcana. Arcana, yeah, that's, that's probably fine. what I would say. That's fine. So, uh, uh, you uh, sort of, like, uh, uh, feel like this is something that maybe is involved with, like, death, like, you know, the undead. It almost reminds you of the feeling of, like, in the Rainbow Valley when necrotic energy was pumping out. Uh, it's a sort of this weird, dark, cold feeling, but it passes pretty quick, almost as if maybe that darkness just sort of, like, rolled in and faded out. Uh, with a 17, it's a little hard to gauge any more than that. Hmm. Weird. Indeed. Uh, did you want to go ahead and uh, just, you know, sit tight until your friends wake up? Or did you want to, like, wake them up or anything? No, I don't need to wake them up. Uh, sure. Are they? Do they seem to be sleeping well? Uh, let's see. I... Uh, you peek in, and uh, it does not look like the uh, 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 nightmare idol that's been haunting Tilly is back yet. It looks like you peek into the tent, and it looks like they're sleeping pretty soundly. Yeah, I'll leave them be until uh, it's time to wake up Alistair. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so a few more hours pass, and uh, at this point, uh, Alistair, you've gotten your eight hours sleep. You've got your spells back, health back, etc. Uh, you wake up. Uh, looks like Tilly's maybe being lazy. She lays down and uh, you know continues to rest for a bit. Uh, but, Typical uh, Tilly, right? Uh, but uh, at this point, uh, uh, Jandar needs to transfer a few hours. Cool. Tag me in, bro. Anything you want to let Alistair know? I guess I'll fill him in on the weird, the weird like sensation that I felt, and and how it kind of hit like a gust of wind, and then was gone. And uh, just to keep uh, keep an eye out, let me know if you f- if anything like that happens to you. Yeah, I can do that. How do I wake you up if you're in a trance? Nah, I'm good. He, oh, he's okay. semi he's semi conscious in his oh, trance, okay. so like if there's danger going on, he'll he'll be able to react. Gotcha. Yeah, I, it's not like a full. You, sleep I'm better yet. than you in every way, basically. Okay, okay. Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jandar sits down in, in, in uh, trances. Uh, Alice, you're going to make me a perception check. That would be a unnatural 20. 
with an unnatural 20, you don't really get that dark feeling that he had mentioned or anything like that. Uh, you you sort of like are you know looking around, you're waiting. The fire's sort of like uh, dimming. It's a little cooler, you know, in the morning without the fire blazing. But you know, it's not as if it's necessarily you know uh, uh, like this weird cold. You know, you don't see your breath or anything like that. Okay, well, I want to uh, pull out the the pipe that Jandar had made me, mm-hmm. and I want to get ready to um, play a, a alarm ballad for uh, Jandar when he gets ready to wake up. Absolutely. Uh, when you say an alarm ballad, yeah. uh, do you mean like you you want to like play like fast paced quick music? No, or do you it'll be like, like it'll get gradually louder, like. And then if he doesn't wake up, I'll just get progressively louder and louder until he. Tilly sure. So, Tilly, uh, after maybe another hour, you wake up. You've gotten your eight hours of sleep, and uh, Jandar's still uh, trancing there. Uh, you guys, like, you know, cut up the, uh, the the beast that you had found in the woods, you know, the deer, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, divvy it up so that you can essentially make these meals and stuff so you can eat for the day there today as well. I. Uh, and uh, sure enough, uh, uh, some some hours pass, and you feel like it's around the time that he would normally wake up. Yep. Make a performance check. With guidance. With guidance. And are you using the uh, pipe that he gave you? Yes. You have advantage. Yes. <laughs> it's a really nice, uh, very nice instrument. Very uh, well crafted. Plus this. Um, and that would be a 23. Oh, it sounds great. Uh, so as far as that goes, uh, Jandar, you are semi-conscious while you trance. So like, even if you're not necessarily getting like every little thing that's going on, you still sort of know what they're doing. So here's my since I'm semi-conscious, can I can I uh, pretend to just stay in trance? <laughs> Absolutely. You uh, pretty much just keep your eyes closed as you just sort of like you know sit there, and the uh, the music is is certainly well done or it's uh, well performed, uh, but it does start getting a little louder and it gets a little closer to you. I remain tranced, and I'll just get closer and closer and louder and louder. <laughs> and you're pretty much like right by uh, uh, Jandar's ears, uh, you know, uh, playing the uh, this uh, uh, little like fife essentially that was uh, uh, made by uh, Jandar. Which means he's not close enough for me to attempt to snag it from him. Yes, it oh. is. Make a uh, uh, let's see. How about a uh, uh, a sleight of hand check with guidance. <laughs> What? <laughs> you can't do that. You can't give up guidance. <laughs> he's, he's faking it. Oh, yeah. wait. Would I know if he's faking it? All right. Uh, go ahead. Because he would be the four fair hours. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. First off, uh, well, your sense of time. It's not like you have a watch. Well, I know. I know. But regardless, uh, uh, go ahead and make me uh, uh, Jandar a, we'll say, uh, uh, deception check with advantage. Because it's pretty easy to just keep your eyes closed. That seems pretty simple. Uh, and uh, Alistair, you can go ahead and make me a uh, make me a, a, a an insight check, but with disadvantage because you're focused on playing your horn. You're not really paying that much the attention flute to them. Pipe the thing. flute thing, yeah. <coughs> and uh, uh, what did you get, uh, Alistair? Um, I got a um. A nine. A nine. And uh, what did you get uh, there, uh, Jandar? A 12. You keep your eyes closed, and uh, uh, it doesn't. Uh, you can't necessarily tell he's uh, 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 faking it. Go ahead and make a sleight of hand check, uh, and go ahead and make me a 
Uh, I don't even know. How about uh, how about just another sleight of hand check from your end, and whoever gets the higher gets the 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 flute. All right. The ocarina, the the little woodwind wooden instrument. So for both of you, it's probably just dex. I'm going to use inspiration. Can I do that? No, darn. No, not for something like this where you have no idea it's happening. Darn. What'd you get? Uh, I got an eight. Twenty-four. Dang! <laughs> <laughs> and it's pulled out of your hands. Uh, and Jandar's now. Good morning. <laughs> Jandar's standing in front of you, looking down as he holds the uh, the the uh, little uh, uh, flute he made. Good your news. Flute Good news. This great. is mine now. Well, you made it and you gave it to me, it's so it's kind of basically yours. But it sounds wonderful. We'll never play it I again. I hope you enjoy this day. <laughs> <laughs> Jandar, uh, you uh, you did craft this instrument for him, and it is very, very well done. I believe it was a natural 20 you got on that thing. It was. And uh, uh, it sounded great. It's nearly magical music. Uh-huh. You, it is nearly magical. Alistair, would you like this back? I mean, yeah, it's nice. You can have it back if you never do that again. Fine, I'll never play this flute in your face again. Deception Ever. Check. Ever. <laughs> Deception uh, check. I will never play this flute. Are you lying? No, I'm not lying. Oh, then you, I will then never you play try this flute to see, again in your face. Yep, then you try to see through him. He is telling the truth. He is not going to play it in your face. I'm going to put my hand up. And Jandar, do you put the flute in his hand? You can have it back tomorrow, and I keep it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So you hang on to the thing. Uh, you guys are have cleared up camp. You've eaten. Uh, you know, at this point now, you have the uh, the day ahead of you, and presumably you'll be getting to this place sometime soon, uh, within the a day's travel from here. From from what you were told, I tune my curse staff. I turn my curse sword. I attune my bow. You guys attune your gear, finding a, a, a clever little loophole around uh, this uh, uh, <laughs> one situation. Thing. Suck it, Craig. <laughs> Don't tempt fate. <sighs> we'll, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> we'll it. see how this goes. Damn it. Anywho, so you guys uh, have cleared up camp. Your guys are, are together. Uh, at this point, do you guys want to you know uh, forge forward? Yep. Let's do it. Absolutely. So go ahead and uh, make me those rolls you've been making. Presumably survi- two survival checks and a perception check, if that's what you'd like to keep up with. At this point, uh, Jandar, uh, you do not have advantage on uh, uh, the this survival check, I'm afraid, uh, because the wood line is now thinned out, and so most of your travel now is now in a, uh, a vast grassy plain. Hmm. Okay. 25 for food and water. Wow! Yeah, you find uh, even more uh, food uh, despite being in the uh, the plains where it's a little harder to to find. Uh, you do end up finding like a few bushes with berries and stuff. You find uh, a spring, you know, with water. Uh, so yeah, you're you're doing pretty good on the uh, finding food and water uh, job, Tilly. Thirteen for perception. Yes. You take a look around. Oh, and uh, uh, Jandar, what did you get? 21. Wow, with the 21, yeah, you absolutely find your way. Uh, and uh, the the day goes on, and. Uh, uh, Alistair, I uh, you know it's it's a little uh, uh, you know it's fairly easy to see around you. You know it's it's a wide open area at this point. You know behind you the tree line gets further and further away, and sure enough, uh, as the day moves on and uh, it's now like late afternoon, not even necessarily a full day of travel. Uh, you guys spy in the distance uh, this looming huge building, and it it is it's a giant coliseum, and it looks enormous. 
likely because it was built for ogres, large-sized creatures. So the thing is is immensely huge. And it's just sort of this, like... That's scary. Like, this sort of, like, almost like this sore thumb, you know, just, like, uh, just, like, blatantly out in the open with nothing else around it. And the grass is sort of, like, you know, up to your probably, like, ankles and knees. And uh, uh, the wind sort of has this cold, uh, this sort of cold breeze. And it almost seems like the breeze heads, like, towards the Coliseum. Like it sucks the breeze in, or...? little hard to tell that much but regardless it does seem like the wind is sort of heading in that direction is it colder it is it's chillier is this what you felt last the uh, last night gender mm, this, the, it was worse than this it was worse than this but uh but it does seem a little odd that there's this cold breeze uh because like you know maybe i uh, uh, a few hours ago you didn't necessarily feel like that cold of a breeze i don't feel good about this place I crack my knuckles and go, I'll take care of this, guys. And then I like take care of what? start to storm off a little bit uh-huh. ahead of these guys and go, where's the door? <laughs> Tilly, you? Th- this is literally like an ant colony. You are tiny, and this uh, thing is massive. I where's will, the I will door? follow Tilly, pull out Alistair's flute, and real, like, mouth full of spit. <laughs> just, like, slobber play this flute, like, just... <laughs> Just slobbering all over it like this is. Make a performance check with disadvantage. <laughs> Absolutely. With but disadvantage. with guidance. But with guidance, apparently. Yeah. There's a good news. I don't even need your guidance. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a performance, you said? Performance. Mm, okay, that would be 18. With disadvantage? Yeah, I rolled a 15 and then I rolled a 16, so I wow. took the 15. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it actually doesn't sound that bad. Uh, it's it's it kind of has this weird farty noise Maybe to a it, a little sloppy, a little sloppy, a little but spitty. it's not bad. I stop playing for a second. I go, this is the Alistair tune. This is the Alistair theme, and then I get back to playing. I'm so glad that I uh, have this influence on you that it makes you want to play. It mm-hmm. makes me. You can say whatever feel you want. Happy about it. You can say whatever you want as do I you load wanna, this thing with wanna, spit. Do you want a backup player? Mm-hmm. And I start to pull out my saxophone. You can do whatever you want. I'm enjoying the fact that this flute is getting spit on. Well, I was going to ask if you wanted to stealth up to the door, but or the the Coliseum, rather. But uh, fair enough. Make a uh, performance check, Alistair. <laughs> no, no. I asked him if he wants. I didn't. I didn't like. Well, just are you do playing it. or no? It's like, what well, do you want a backup player? I stopped playing instantly. Put my oh. flute away. <laughs> Apparently Never not. Never mind. So Tilly, as you start getting closer, it I I. It doesn't necessarily look like there's doors to this place. But Son it, of a bitch! <laughs> but uh, as you get closer, you do see uh, uh, you know this uh, uh, large you know uh, stone archway that seems to lead into the this giant enormous coliseum. Tilly, you can try kicking the archway. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna like oh, kick God. what would be a door. You get up to the door if there was one there, and you sort of like uh, uh, kick uh, as Tilly kind of kicks into the air. Uh, as because uh, uh, Jandar and uh, Alistair, you're sort of like maybe like you know twenty feet back or yeah, something. I'm, I'm as she watching, darted forward, watching this in just disgust because <laughs> she looks like an idiot kicking air. I'm smiling because I'm amused by stupidity. Make a perception check, the two of you, <laughs> but not Tilly. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. Well, that ain't good. That would be a f- uh, eight, fifteen. As you, uh, uh, the two of you are. Uh, 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 you know, further back, and you get uh, an eight. 
eight. Yeah. With an eight, you t- you know you're just sort of fo- fixated on uh, uh, Tilly. You know she goes up and she goes to kick air and there's nothing there and it's just sort of this weird kind of like surreal experience as you're like in front of this ancient ancient <sighs> coliseum surrounded by idiots. Precisely. And uh, Alistair, what did you get? Fifteen. With a fifteen, you get this weird sensation that you're being watched and you look up and uh, for the briefest of moments you felt like there was some large looming figure on the floor like the next floor of the Coliseum like looking out and it's gone and there's nothing there guys what I feel like something's watching us I think I just saw something up uh, in the Coliseum but it's not there and you guys look up, and Tilly, it's a little harder for you. You have to, you know, back up maybe like 15, you know, 5, 10, 15 feet. And you look up, and there doesn't seem like there's anything there. I swear there's something here Cuckoo. watching us. Cuckoo. Sorry. Sorry. I, was, I didn't mean to hear that. Okay. I repeat it, but in a much smaller gnomish voice. Cuckoo. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like a real grandfather clock here. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I think there's something watching us. You saw, you felt dark energy or something last night. Maybe it's whatever, like, gave you the chills. Maybe they're multiplying. Maybe you're crazy. Maybe I'm losing control. Maybe of, maybe of your this power that you're supplying. That's a song I've heard somewhere. Make uh, Arcana checks all three of you. <laughs> Man, can I just stab myself again after that? Instead of rolling the Arcana check, I'll allow it. Uh, Got a natural twenty. I got a natural 11. A natural 11. I got a 19. With uh with an 11, I uh, the uh and uh, even with the 19, you guys feel that cold uh, a cold breeze and it's way colder than before and you you guys both sort of see your breath. Oh, that. That's what you're yeah, talking that's about. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I didn't you say so? Yes, that's what this is Tilly. like. With a natural 20, you see down the the hall of this Coliseum is this figure, and it very silently lumbers forward, and it's the outline of what looks like an ogre, this large humanoid with like a big gut, and he's got like a uh, like chain wrapped around him, and the chain just sort of like kind of like is wrapped all around in like different spots on his body, and uh, he seems to be holding a uh, like a big club. Uh, which is like sort of like just like gutted with like nails, and the thing like just sort of like lumbers out of the darkness uh, as they're just sort of arguing and bickering amongst themselves about like this weird experience. You see your breath as well, but the ogre that's coming down the way has this weird eerie glow to it, has this like you know sort of like bluish kind of outline to it. I yell back to them. I go, I see it. It's coming. It's a glowing ogre. And then I immediately go into Cloak of Shadows. And you uh, swirl around and uh, you're invisible. And I immediately do uh, Hide in Plain Sight. <laughs> go ahead and make a self check. <laughs> and you sort Leave of like... Leave by himself. And you kind of like uh, uh, step aside <laughs> into the shadows. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take that uh, 29. Wow. Uh, then I'll just cast Invisibility on myself. <laughs> sure. You cast Invisibility. <laughs> make a self check. Okay. You have advantage. I do? Okay. Sorry, it was only a 28, your boots, yeah. guys. Oh, yeah, I do. And your invisibility. Oh, only a 28. Only, yeah. Only a 28. Yeah. Um, I got a 22. <laughs> the... This spectral image of this ogre lumbers out silently as it just sort of like almost like kind of like skids across the ground as if it's not making any uh, movement. And it stops and it smells. <laughs> it was 
I can smell your blood, elf. Human? Half-elf. I bet it's a half-elf. And the thing just sort of looks around, and it goes, and it gets real, starts getting real close to you, Alistair, and he goes, yeah, right here. And then it just sort of like looks and just locks eyes with you, Jandar, as you sort of ducked into the shadows. And this thing immediately notices the two of you are there. Oh, and uh, uh, Tilly, make me a stealth check as well. Seventeen. Oh, look at that! The uh, ogre's natural twenty breaks through that. <laughs> uh, and the the ogre seems to know the three of you are there. Whatever weird uh, otherworldly like uh, uh, pre- uh, uh, perception it has, it just pierces through everything. I want to back away slowly and ask what its name is. You start backing away, and and you ask what its name is. Yeah. It goes ah, the master didn't tell me what my name is. I think it might have been Gorbo. Gorbo? Maybe Borgo. What would you like to be called? Well, whatever the master wants to call me, I guess. Can we call you Gorbo Borgo just to cover all bases? And the ogre sort of thinks for a second, and it kind of puts its, like, uh, thick, you know, meaty finger to its chin and kind of, like, kind of, you know, pokes at its chin a bit and goes, Ah, I guess so. Great. Who's your master again? Ah, he's the true leader. Oh, Glarus. Who? Glarus Galaxy Render? Ah, no, that's not him. And the ogre sort of like, even though he's this ghostly image, just sort of takes his club with the nails and just sort of like runs it on top of its head. And it almost looks like it's scratching its head with it. You think that presumably if it was flesh and blood, blood would be just be gushing out of the top of its head? But at this point, it just sort of uses to scratch itself, though why it has an itch when it's dead, you're not sure. How long you been here? Oh, we've been here for... Uh, what's the number that comes after four? Five. Ah, that's not it, stupid! And then he points to you, Jandar. He goes, what's the number that comes after seven? Oh, definitely two. That sounds right. At least two. Okay, perfect. <laughs> How many? Is it you by yourself? You said you had the true leaders there. Any of your other friends? You want to call my friends? Yeah, I want to see your friends. Are they nice? And two more images of ogres appear behind you guys. <sighs> behind us? Just like immediately out of the darkness. or uh, Not even out of the darkness, just out of thin air, I should say. And what are their names? <laughs> And they just sort of like stare with dead eyes down at you. These ones seem a little bit more like, like, like. Where is uh, Gorbo Borgo? Has uh, uh, no, no, like, uh, uh, sense of like that he's like seems to be dead. He almost seems like he's kind of alive, but is dead. These two uh, have no pupils, and they just sort of stare down. Do, but do they see us? They stare at you. I. Cast mm-hmm. disguise self, and I make myself look exactly like this ogre that came up, and then I <laughs> pop out of invisibility and go, "I'm Gorbo. You're you're born. Wait, or uh, who? Which one am I?" Gorbo looks to you and goes, bah, "I don't know. Are you Gorbo now? I thought I was Gorbo, but are you Gorbo or my Gorbo?" You're maybe, both Gorbo. Maybe we're both Gorbo. He goes, regardless, <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
word regardless. It does indeed. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what are you doing here? Ah, oh, gardening, making sure that other other non Garbo Borgos don't get in. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Get into what? Yeah, that's what, exactly what we're doing. Into the Coliseum. Why? What's in the Coliseum? Well, well, the master's amassing his forces. Yeah, big, lots of forces going on in there. Gorbo Borgo's right. <laughs> lots of forces. <laughs> well, that's great. We were just, uh, you know, just kind of frolicking around. Oh, frolicking. We love that. Hey, I heard that we love frolicking. <laughs> Gorbo Borgo, uh, just he, he, like almost as if he's viewing Tilly in the image of himself as like just an extension of him. This this creature is as dumb as what an ogre likely typically is. Though the the two spectral forms that are behind you, Alistair and Jandar, just sort of stare down. They just sort of like like awkwardly just sort of like stare into your soul. Garbo, maybe you should tell your friends to go somewhere else. Nah, they just are all around. I mean, I, I they just do their thing. Some of them, some of us have been dead for so long they lost themselves. But Gorbo Borgo's stronger than that. Mental fortitude. And he points at his head. Well, and by points at his head, I mean he actually like points into his mouth, and then it looks like he kind of gets hungry, and then he sort of like kind of looks around and doesn't have anything to eat, and maybe he realizes that he doesn't need to eat and stops. Borgo Garbo, I forgot my spiky boom boom stick. Can I borrow yours? Yeah! And he goes to swing it down and uh, just right on top of you. Do you want to dodge? Yeah. Go ahead and make a uh, dexterity uh, saving throw. Fuck, damn. 22. With a 22, you dive aside, and uh, the uh, despite the fact that he's a ghost, the thing slams into the ground with uh, incredible force. It looks like uh, uh, this guy's pretty strong. He goes, Whoa! What, do you even want this? Careful, you almost hit me with it. Right, you want it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how, how you get how you get clubs. You, you get them internally. I, I hold still. I and, he hold up his, uh, and he holds up his uh, club again. Uh, Alistair and Jandar. It looks like he's going to just keep swinging down at Tilly. Do I, know where, do? Do I know where Jandar is? Not necessarily, but you've heard his voice, so like you presume roughly. Where I want to go near wherever I heard his voice. Uh huh. Oh, actually, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't necessarily know entirely. And and try to get and like whisper around, like, should we just let Tilly in all this and sneak in? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all so, right, and then I say, stand up real quick. I'll turn you invisible. So you stand up. Uh, now, invisibility is concentration, right? Yeah, so I'd have to break it and then do concentration and visibility again. Right? Well, sure, but as far as that goes, if you drop your invisibility and then cast it on him, you're no longer invisible, right? No, I can do it on multiple people. <coughs> oh, it's a higher level? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me see here. Um, um, do I have a creature to? you touch becomes invisible when you cast a spell through a uh, level or higher? You can target one additional creature for each slot above second level. You oh. can, but do keep in mind that these spirits seem to just be staring into you, oh. whether you're visible or invisible. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't... <coughs> All right, then I guess I won't. We'll just sneak along together. Make stealth checks, the two of you. And do I get advantage? You or because of your boots. Okay. Twenty. One. 
Um, that would be. Wait, I can't add. That's not twenty-one. That's twenty-five. Twenty-five as well. Oh, nice. Tilly, you uh, are like diving aside as he slams his club into the ground, and he's like, "Why won't Corbo Borgo take his own club?" And he's like hitting the ground, and uh, as soon as I, uh, uh, Tilly, you like kind of look up and you see your friends like creep into the Coliseum. Well, I'm invincible. <laughs> I'm sorry, you. <laughs> See nothing. You hear nothing. Your friends are long gone. You have no idea. But you didn't see them in the first place because you all they had all gone invisible. So you presume they're still around. Uh, however, uh, as soon as uh, you two step foot into like the, the Coliseum area, uh, the two spirits that have been watching you, their eyes glow red and their mouths hang wide open. And they immediately hold their hands out. And Gorbo Borgo stops swinging the club. And he immediately looks down into the hall where you guys are, and he goes, I must stop you for the true leader. And he kind of holds out his club, and he goes, My master, Saturn Volo, won't like this. Yeah, we must stop you. (laughs) He goes, We will. And he points down into the hall at the uh, two of you with the other image of Gorbo Borgo and the two spirits. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. I hate you. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.